0: Blog Talk Radio Enter the zone The prophecy zone Your end time watchman Bringing you light in a dark world Where truth is rivaled with a lie And the matrix is normal life Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the Prophecy Zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ.
1: Hello, welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil, i and I'm hoping you're all having a wonderful night. I certainly am blessed in the Lord, blessed to be saved, blessed to be born again. I am pleased to come to y'all tonight and have this floor and be able to talk with you about Bible prophecy. Because I love Bible prophecy. Um, It is the shouting blast that says that we are that generation that is coming back. uh, That will see Jesus Christ come back to the earth to take His kingdom And take the earth for himself That is what it said in Daniel chapter 9 that it was the completion And the wrapping up of sin On the earth As the uh, dominant Source of man's death Uh, and, And Jesus has paid the price on the cross And has Performed victory on that cross When he said it is finished Tonight I want to look at Uh, the mark of the beast and this is not necessarily the mark Uh, i want to get that straight of course Um, but how many of y'all saw the picture of the tattoo that was on the hand or on the uh, right arm of an individual and um i got an article here and it's from uh national post and it was it it got a lot of play. a lot of uh, people come into it to to see the little tattoo, and it, and it, and, it, and of course, a lot of the technology today is to help benefit society, make it faster, make it quicker, make it smoother. And remember, it said in Daniel chapter—I'm not so sure what chapter that is—chapter eleven. Uh, I think it's chapter eleven, chapter eleven or twelve, and it says knowledge will go to and fro. I mean, knowledge will increase both with the creation of things that make society go faster, smoother, quicker, and um, also as we read further, we're going to find out the the technology that holds men, you know, holding men captive. We're going to find that out a little bit later uh, during the course of the the series that I'm going to be doing on the mark of the beast technology. Uh the ad um the the article uh talks about Star Trek and in the familiarity of the 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 sticker that goes on your skin uh how it is more like 22nd century type of stuff rather than 21st century. But um, the article of course uh, I said it is from National Post and it, and it is titled, uh, Futurist Tattoos Can Monitor Health, Link to You to the Web. It says, uh, "Inspired by Patricia Fontanon. Fort Fantanon, I guess I'm pronouncing that right. that says, you don't have to look like Star Trek bogey to wear skin-mounted electronics. A team of scientists and engineers at the University of Illinois has developed a skin- a smart skin technology that can be used to connect wearers to the cyber world as easy as uh, a temporary tattoo. The smart skin can monitor your heart rate and brain waves, for example, or detect electric uh, activity and muscle contraction and send the signals to the computer. And I guess it's going to be used a lot of times in hospitals without sticking, and it goes on to say, without sticking any electrodes. So, you know, you go to the hospital, you get all those electrodes. I hate those things because if you got hair on your chest, then peel them off, it's gonna, they're going to hurt. But anyway, it, it, it stands instead of having you to have to do all this stuff, um, uh, you just use that uh, chip or or tattoo and that it work in its place. But the article goes on to say just a few centimeters wide and thinner than the skin of hair, the smart skin, and that's what they call it, would make monitoring people's psychological stress more comfortable and more accurate than using electrodes because it stays stuck to the skin and doesn't interfere with the wearer's movement and the, research, the researchers say. for convenience. And a lot of these inventions um that they're doing today, the you see that one family? I'm gonna play a little recording for y'all. The family the family there was so eager to get the chip. It remind me of um, it <laughs> remind me of watching the Thief in the Night. I'ma get that recording when she says, I'll take the chip, I'll take the chip and you know, they taking her up there to get her head chopped off and she had a choice, either you know, don't take the chip or you know, do take the chip. And she said, I'll take the chip. I'll take the chip. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Well, well anyway, uh, and it's going to come to that point, too, folks. We're going to have to make that decision uh, for uh, Christ or take the chip. Or some people are going to make the decision for taking the chip and not taking the chip because they want to be free, you know, because there is a movement out there. And I mean, I'm part of the movement a little bit, where you want the freedom uh, that the constitutional or the founding fathers gave us, and all this hoopla. But I I believe that a person needs to be free, uh, and they need to maintain that freedom by knowledge. Even the Bible says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge." That's that's in everything, folks. If you if you don't know that. You ain't supposed to be eating a lot of hamburgers and they taste good. Mm. You know, the hamburgers taste really good and you keep eating, you know, kids' obesity is getting really big these days, folks. <laughs> so if the kid don't know without knowledge, they gonna eventually affect it's gonna affect them. And remember what the Bible says, you reap what you sow, uh, what a man sow, so he reap. Well anyway, uh gotten off track. Here's a a uh, little clip and we'll be right back.
2: Big story we're following. New Yorkers can now apply for the new Enhanced Driver's License. This was Melissa Homes Live, as Peace said in they've only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new Enhanced Driver's License. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge, safer and faster. Now starting June 2009, federal law will require you to either have the enhanced driver's license or passport to enter into the U.S. from Canada, the Caribbean, or Bermuda. Now the new enhanced driver's license has a special radio frequency chip inside that will make it faster at the border crossing. Now for a regular renewal, the enhanced license costs $80. That's $30 more than a regular license. But a passport costs more than $100. Now, a birth certificate will suffice at the border until June 2009, and it will always be accepted for children under 16. Now, it used to be that 8,000 forms of ID were accepted at the border, but come June, that number will only be six. But why should a traveler pick an enhanced license over a passport, a Nexus card, or a new passport card?
0: Enhanced driver's license makes the most sense. Because it is a multiple use document. Again, citizenship, identity can be used for that. It surpasses the other applications of all those other documents. And we encourage uh, residents uh, of the state of New York who are U.S. citizens to get one. You don't need to rush
2: in today. Yes, it's an exciting day. September 16th. one of the first time you've to have one. I understand that. But you really don't need it until June of 2009. <laughs> And once you apply for the enhanced driver's license, you should receive it in about two weeks. Now, when you go to the DMV to apply, you'll need to bring several forms of documentation, and so you're asked to go to the DMV's website or the Erie County Clerk's website to check out what those documents are. It'll make your time at the DMV a lot easier. We linked the Erie County Clerk's website to our website, wivb.com. Reporting live at the Peace Bridge, Melissa Holmes, News for at noon. All right, thanks for the update on that, Melissa. Now, if you still have questions about these new licenses, we'll help you get them answered. Erie County Clerk, Kathy Hogle.
1: All right. Uh, so that was uh, a little bit of uh, that's pretty old, but I'm uh, in the series. I'm going to have much newer um, uh, segments and clips and cuts uh, that will illustrate what's going on um, and and uh, the technology of making things convenient convenient for the fellow humanity, which. Uh, When a man thinks he's free uh, and he does not contest any restraints, he becomes a prisoner. But when a man knows he's free and he acts on that freedom by uh, giving himself knowledge about why he's free, he remains free. And um, see, people think that Christianity Places you in a bondage. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And when you become born again, you become free. Because you're not, a lot of people who, folks, a lot of people who uh, have alcohol problems, like myself in the past, you're a prisoner to that. You're even a prisoner to your own habits. So, when Jesus says he'll set captives free, he will set us free from yokes and bondages that will slow us down in the walk that we, we are to be walking for the Lord in these last days. Um, now there are face scanning recognition uh, computers in <clears throat> London and they're using those things and they've been using them in football games like the Super Bowl. I remember a lot of about the last Super Bowl and the Super Bowl before that where they were using face scanning recognition technology. And um, it, it, it's amazing, folks, how, um, how these uh, computers work. They work supersonic I mean, I don't even have, there's no word for it. I don't have an article in front of me, but These computers work so fast and they're so accurate that they do make mistakes, but they're very accurate at picking things out. Now, there are computers now that are picking people uh, out who can be potential threats to uh, commit a crime in the future. Now, there's some things I want to get into a little bit later about bills that are being passed uh, like the Patriot Act, for instance, <clears throat> where people are potential—you not even the Patriot Act really don't cover this—but there's bills and legislation that even police officers are being trained to catch people before they commit a crime. Now, how could you commit? Now, is that going against the Constitution or what? Because you're proven innocent. Uh, you're, you're proven innocent until you're proven guilty. So, you, uh, Excuse me, you're innocent until proven guilty. That's what I meant to So in the military, you're guilty before you're proven innocent. But in the real, in the United States, in the, in, the, in America for the last since it's been born, you're innocent until proven guilty or proven innocent. Now, let me go back to that little clip that we just played. Um and it was talking more about national ID cards. And it was talking, and it, and it talked about a chip being inside of the the, the card. And the military personnel have those, because I had one. And that's no big deal. It's nothing to sh- get scared about. But when the time comes, there'll be a world leader called the Antichrist who will ask people to take, well, the false prophet, the Antichrist sidekick which is the religious leader, will ask mankind to take a mark in their right hand or forehead. And what I want to do right now is I want to read uh, the word of God. And it's Revelation chapter 13, verse 16. And he, the the, the the Antichrist and the false prophet, of course is he, but it's talking about the Antichrist. And he calls of all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that has a mark on, or, excuse me, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here's wisdom, let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is i uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read it for you. it is the number of men, and his number is six hundred three score and six. now I want to go back to verse sixteen and read that again, and I want to read it slower. It says that he calls us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in 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 their right hand. Or in their forehead. So the King James Version says in. Now, how deep is in? Now, let's not fool ourselves. <clears throat> now, actually, when you take a tattoo, it actually goes into your bloodstream. But is the tattoo in, deeply in? Like, for instance, I, I saw a picture of someone who took a chip. It was the size of a grain of rice, radio frequency type of chip, that was put in their arm, their family. Oh, we're so glad to take the mark. Oh, And then on you know, today's Show, oh, here's a family to take the mark. I was trying to put that on record. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys hear that. <laughs> These we're so happy to take this chip. And... Uh, I mean, they, and then today's show they were showing, um, you know, people going to clubs. Yeah, I want to get into this club, man. You should go get the chip, man. It was faster, man. You can move through the line real quick, you know. I mean, come on, man. Groovy, dude. You know, come on, man. I mean, for real. I mean, you wanna take them. They don't know they're taking the mark. Right now, they don't. I mean, they ain't taking the mark because the mark of the bees is not. The mark of the beast until the middle of the tribulation period. And trust me, folks, you will know. If you are, if you have any little bit of wisdom, you're going to know what the mark of the beast is. So how many out there are seriously, seriously thinking, so let's see you post-tribbers and mid-tribbers, I don't I have nothing against Judah and or pan trivers, trivers the, it all pans out in the in the end. How many of y'all gonna take the mark? I mean, how many of y'all uh does it does the Bible talk about firstly right here, the verse I just read, Revelation 13, 16, verse sixteen and seventeen is there anything that follows in, in chapter in the rest of the the chapter 13 or in chapter 14 15 or and 16 and 17 so forth and so on that says he asked everybody to take the mark but the christians did not for well, the people of God did not take it because they you know he's going to illustrate he's going to tell you hey the church that i said in my Gospels, that the gates of hell would not prevail against it, did not take the mark. He would have said something where he he asked both small and great, rich and poor, to take the mark, but the church did not. You know, sooner or later it's going to say that. But see, the word church is not mentioned anymore after chapter 6. And people have made the preacher rapture people as if we have some type of a disease, um, you know, mad cow disease, and we're walking around with three heads. I am a pre-trip rapture person. Oh, uh, you know, scaring everybody. And, oh, hell, I'll take the mark. I'll take the mark, you know. Oh, please, I want to be in the tribulation period so bad, man, that I want to save, I want to preach the gospel to the ends of the world. And I'm gonna be on a cloud like the angel that's supposed to be floating through the air. She's she I mean he he's gonna pass by me and he's gonna say, Good job, Christian Oh, I'm preaching the gospel. I'm Billy Dwight Sue Johnson <laughs> I'm preaching the gospel. Praise the Lord. Come on, come on out of here. Come on, come on, come on out of here. Come on. Come on out of here. You know, I mean, where's your protection, chief? You better get in the house before they want the meter to hit you in the head and make some sense out of you. <laughs> I mean, for real. But, just me, I don't want to be no superhero. God gave me all the ammunition he gave me when he told me to walk in the spirit, walk in Jesus. Jesus Jesus is, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I don't need to be a superhero. Jesus has already done that on the cross. You know, of all those superhero shows that just came out, Iron Man, Superman, Iron Man, and Captain America, and Green Lantern, of course they're trying to get us ready for the Antichrist. I went and saw all of them. And all I kind of thought about during the course of watching the movies is, hey, they're getting people ready for the Antichrist. They're looking for a superhero. And you notice in the news... You notice in the news they are starting to beg for a leader. Be he God or Satan, we'll take him. Who said that? I forgot. I'll tell y'all next show. But they are looking for a leader. They're starting they starting to echo it out. You know because of the you know triple A rating has been dropped and now they double A and now the American economy is starting to crash and and the world economy is crashing and all these things are going to happen. Now, folks, hear me out here. I'm not making a prediction, but I believe from watching a lot of Christians on Facebook and and blog talk, well, the true Christians on blog talk, and um, and, and, uh, YouTube, and listening to a lot of the comments, I feel, I, I see a tenderness. I see a tenderness in some of the Christians who you can just identify you said, well, all pre-tribbers are the real true Christians. No, but I'm saying it's, 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 it's like music when you watch all these comments of different Christians who want their Lord to come. And, and, and we are strangers here. And the Bible even calls us, um, we are peculiar people, and we are going to be considered weird. Because we want the Lord to come. And when people say, well, you want, do you think it's an escape mechanism? God is not going to take you out of here. He's just going to, who do you think he's going to push you out of here? Yeah, please, pretty please. I don't want to be your hero. Who said that? I don't want to be your hero. I don't want to be, I mean, we're going to do what we got to do and preach the gospel. But when that last, what it said in Romans, when that last Gentile, when the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled, that day the Lord will come. And see, God loves you. And I'm not talking about no uh, get-rich-quick gospel. I'm talking about the truth. But God loves you so much, he loves you so much that he would not leave you the way you are. And I get tired of this Christianity where people get saved and they want to stay the way they are. And you can't tell them nothing. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Indeed. God has come to set the captives free. He has come to set you free from bondages of alcohol, bondages of drugs, bondages of pornography, bondages of sexual addiction, bondages of fornication, adultery. He has come to set you free, my friend. How do you get saved? How do you become born again? What Jesus said In John 3, 3, you must be born again. That means that I have to go back in my mom's womb and come back out. That's the question that uh, Nicodemus asked. He said, you must be born of spirit. He said to the lady at the well, you must worship God in spirit and in truth. But to, to make it easier for a lot of people out there, you must love. He, Jesus gave the answer, and it was the strongest answer he he could have gave. If if you didn't, if you were on a deserted island and you lost the Bible, and you didn't have a Bible, you just had a few pages, but one particular page you had was uh, what Jesus said to disciples. He said to the to, he said to the individual came up to him. He said, "You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and the second one, like so you love your neighbors yourself." Folks, we have to put Jesus first in our lives. We have to obey what he's saying. Oh, you mean you have to keep the Ten Commandments? No, you have to obey what he's saying. And yes, the Ten Commandments are still here. Because if you read the surface of the Ten Commandments, Jesus said, whoever looks upon a woman to lust her, us, you can't keep that. But here's the deal. Jesus paid the penalty on the cross for you. But we need to, Jesus said, whoever keeps my commandments is truly my disciple. We must love the Lord and put the Lord first in our lives. He must be priority in our lives. We must walk the way he walked. We must obey his word. We must live as if we were children of the most high God. We can't just have Jesus a second or fifteenth in our lives or in the medium. Jesus must be first in our lives if he's first, you say, "But I can't put my boyfriend first you first of all, don't be living with your boyfriend get out, get out while you can. Red alert, red alert. I'll take the mark. silly women captain believe <laughs> silly women's captain watching t v n Ain't nothing wrong with TBN, 100%. They got some good shows on there. Uh, <laughs> they got some good shows on there. I catch some nice movies on there. I catch some specials. Eat the meat and spit out the bone. I have nothing against TBN, folks. I'm just saying, man. I get tired of hearing all that this rubbish about, you know, God is going to, yeah, he's going to bless. He's blessed me, folks. He's taking care of me. I don't believe that the prosperity, I don't believe prosperity should be the focus of the gospel. I just don't believe that. But what I do believe is that Jesus Christ must be first, and he must be the focus, and he must be the circumference of your your world. Because there are some girls out there, some guys out there who in high school have met a girl, and all these, I I was like that. Where was her name? Stacy. She had the same name as my sister. Man, I was effectuated by this girl. I thought this girl broke up with me, man. I, I was thinking about this. I was just brokenhearted. That's how we have to be with Jesus. When we upset him or when we break, when we, when we sin, willfully sin, we have to bring it to the cross. What did it say in 1 John 9? What did it say in 1 John 8? First oh, uh, John, first chapter, verse 8. It says, if a man says he sinned and does not sin, he makes God a liar. What does it say in the following verse 9? It says, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and our trespasses. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Ask him to be the Lord of your life, but he must also be the circumference of your life. Those addictions, put, trust him with the addictions that you have. Trust him. Trust the Lord with the addictions that you have. And, and folks, I'm going to cover this in some future shows. A good person does not go to heaven unless they had Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the best good person you can ever find. They need Jesus. Because in our bloodstream, in our DNA is sin. But I hope y'all have a wonderful evening. I hope y'all are blessed, and I hope some of the people who are listening to these archives will hear what I had to say tonight. But God richly bless y'all. Please understand that the Lord is coming soon. God bless God bless. Have a wonderful night. See y'all in a couple of days. Bye.